Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Thank you to everyone who's been listening, who's been sharing me on their story or in our Discord chat, and who's just been like giving me great feedback and not, I mean, I appreciate like the compliments, but just the feedback in the sense of like, when y'all share with me your thoughts, your experiences, your takes on whatever topic we are discussing that week it's just so cool like I've been saying recently you know to be part of such a cool community um such a relatable community such a baddie community (laughs) we forget every word it's just been so cool to chat with you guys you know on the discord and of course on instagram of course in the youtube comments and also I wanted to thank everyone who was so supportive of my recent youtube video I've kind of been talking here and there about switching up the vibes on my YouTube channel and doing less vlogs and more so helpful content, how-to videos, motivational videos, but not in an annoying way, like in a cute aesthetic way, you know? Um, And I tried to do that with my recent video, how to be productive, and I feel like it got a really good response. So thank you guys so much for that. I woke up this morning on this fine Monday, which is the day I record, just feeling so great and energized and grateful. And I don't know, I just feel like it was a while, it's been a while since I woke up like genuinely so excited for the day. Not in a cry for help way, but just like, I know we've talked about it, bro, but I just feel like all through January, for a lot of January in the day to day, I just would have such bad anxiety and like, I, not to like get into that again, because I feel like we've already talked about that enough, but I just feel like really proud of myself for being able to turn it around. And I guess I'm proud that I'm able to recognize when something in my life is off balance and do something about it, like take action. Because I really feel like I did that. And over this whole past week, I tried to do that. And this weekend, I just had such a great weekend. I was like social. I went out, but it wasn't too much. It was just like the perfect balance of everything, I feel. And therefore, I woke up today just so happy and like blessed, honestly. And I think it also just really helps that it is beginning to feel more like spring every day, every week. It's, you know, the days are getting longer. There's more daylight. It's getting warmer. And there's just that feeling of hope in the air, you know, and just, you know, new beginnings and like we're finally coming out of that winter doldrum. So I'm sure a lot of people feel the same. And that's kind of why I like to talk about things because it's, you know, it's not the Stella Ray Experience podcast. Ew, not in a Joe Rogan way. Just like, it's not like, oh, like I'm just here to talk about my life. But, you know, I like to talk about things that I feel like would be relevant to other people and maybe someone relates to because that's really the basis of humanity. Anyway, oh, I feel like I have so many topics today. Y'all, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. We're going to talk about this question I got on IG 
that's gonna maybe turn into a rant i don't know and i have a lot of little topics to talk about as well so let's get our beverages in order i had this it's like a glorified protein okay like to me a smoothie is like nutrient dense like it has superfoods in it it has like flaxseed it has like multiple <laughs> this is just two scoops of protein powder with a banana and frozen strawberries and water not tap water filtered water but still <laughs> water um it's just like when i want uh, something about that sound just like um something about just a protein and a shaker you know it's fine but if i have the time i do like to add fruit and blend it um and then i also you know to celebrate the podcast i actually have a lot of this not a lot but a significant amount of this left grande shaken espresso two-thirds decaf so there's three shots of espresso in here two of them are decaf and one of them is regular with oat milk and two pumps of brown sugar syrup. So it's basically like the brown sugar shaken oat milk. But when you order on the app, you cannot make that specific drink. Two thirds decaf, you have to go to just the shaken espresso and customize it. So that's what I do. And it just really hits. Like That's another thing I'm really proud of, like my caffeine vibe. I'm not 100% off caffeine. I've definitely been having like, literally at most one espresso. Um, but I feel like, Maybe one of my recent realizations has just been balance and almost like moderation, not in a restrictive way, because I feel like so often when I hear the word moderation, at least it sounds restrictive. Like it sounds like you have to like stop. Um, but I've been kind of looking at it, you know, specifically with caffeine, but you could also look at it with like, I don't know, good food, you know, treat yourself food or like alcohol or just anything in life, you know? um finding your sweet spot i guess it's yeah not so much i guess it is technically moderation but i've been thinking of it more as like finding your sweet spot like caffeine i do not need to feel like i'm fucking tweaking okay <laughs> um but like this weekend i was like you know i don't i was gonna clean um and me and sony were going to this food market so i just didn't really want to have caffeine before because you know, I, I always have a great time there, but sometimes when I do go to a place that's like, I don't know, a lot of people in an open space, like sometimes I do get kind of anxious. I've been that way since I was a kid. Like I've just never really liked big crowds like that. Um, and like, it's a very calm environment. I knew I was going to be fine, but I was like, like I didn't even feel anxious or anything, but I was just like, well, I don't really need caffeine today. But then, bro, I was trying to clean, and I just was like, bro, I just want, like, a little, I just want to make, like, a little espresso, and just kind of sip on it while I clean. It's just going to help me get through the clean, <laughs> and then if I need to, like, I can always take some CBD later, like, whatever, um, and I just did, like, I just had the perfect amount to just give me a little bit of a boost. I did not, like, feel caffeinated, you know what I mean, um, but it was just, like, the perfect amount to just kind of like perk me up and I was like oh I, this is probably what caffeine's supposed to feel like versus like when I would go get a Dunkin large which is like a big gulp like it's so fucking big like cold brew it was rare that I would be able to finish that but like I would just drink that and then I'd be tweaking at the end of my cleaning like I would only ever really get that on a cleaning day like especially if I was hungover <laughs> I just it's like it's so nice to not feel like that um, so yeah, that's really been working for me. And I think especially, sorry if y'all are tired of talking about this, but 
I just know so many so many of y'all deal with anxiety and so many of y'all are fucking addicted to coffee. So look at the correlation. <laughs> um, but I think it's also really been helping not to have it first thing in the morning, you know? And and you can go back, watch my vlogs, watch, listen to my old podcast. Y'all probably remember. I'm like, I just like a coffee in the morning. Like I do, but I don't even have a decaf coffee anymore in the morning. Like I've gotten myself off of it. Um, that's just like what routine can do. And like, I don't know, when you stick to something, you know, your body can like change and you just won't crave something anymore. Um, and I think what also really helped me is just thinking of all the benefits. Cause now I will have like my bone broth and like a peppermint tea with like the herbal drops for specifically stress and anxiety. And I just really think of all the benefits of these beverages Um, And, like, having a coffee first thing was just turning into, like, oh, this is just going to give me stress and anxiety. I'm not even enjoying it. So why am I doing this? Like, just out of habit. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) If you're fucking dealing with anxiety, bitch, cut down on the caffeine for sure. Um, And sugar. But I feel like caffeine is so, like, uh, it can just amplify your anxiety so much. Um, So I've really cut down a lot. Um, thank God. And that's the thing. I was never, I just feel like my caffeine tolerance was high, but I don't feel like I was really having that much. Like I was having maybe two, I was definitely having like two coffees a day, but like, I know an actual cup of coffee is like eight ounces. So like if I'm getting a 16 ounce cold brew, that's technically two, like, you know, but now I'm just having one espresso a day maximum. (laughs) Game changer. Amazing. Um, just also on the topic of anxiety and whatnot, um, it's actually been a current theme. Like I had a friend who was going through this recently and then I saw this girl post on IG and then someone in the discord was talking about it. I've definitely experienced it. Um, but just when you have so much anxiety that it's like hard to eat or like hard to swallow or you just period have no appetite, what to do when that happens. Um, for me... I feel like when I get really bad anxiety like that, it's usually because of like something, you know, like I'll be nervous before doing something, like sometimes before a flight, hopefully less so now these days because I've kind of practiced going through the motions Um, or just like before I have to do something really stressful that's causing me a lot of anxiety. I definitely like it's so hard for me to eat. Like I just can't like it's hard to swallow all of that. Um, like I personally don't really experience it just like randomly. Like I feel like if I'm randomly anxious, I don't also have that like stress feeling, but uh, it also just depends. I don't know. Um, (laughs) but my overall tips for that are just focusing on really basic foods and specifically things like smoothies, soup, don't laugh, but like broth. Um, I told the girl today, like miso soup, um, because it's always going to be easier to just like swallow a liquid than it is to like chew a hearty meal. <laughs> Me after talking about how much I ate this weekend. Bro, I swear my ass grew too. Like, <laughs> like damn, I should thought you like this more often. Um, but yeah, so just focusing on really basic foods like that or like cereal. I know some people just really like, you know, plain white rice or like just a piece of toast or something. Like something is better than nothing. So hopefully something isn't like a bunch of candy because that's not going to help you. But like just like 30 bananas blended with tap water, you know, like just something easy. <laughs> but, you know, like 
smoothies, liquids, um, a boba would even be better than nothing. Try not to get a caffeinated one, but something is better than nothing. Or like a juice, like just go get a, just go get a green juice, babe. <laughs> like Even just a glass of juice, you know, something is better than nothing. Um, and having tea also, um, like a stomach ease tea, peppermint tea. I really like the stomach ease yogi one because it just has so many good herbs specifically for digestion, but you can always just do like a ginger tea or a peppermint tea. Um, something that's just going to kind of stimulate and like soothe your digestion because stress can just really affect our stomachs and our digestive system and everything. Um, so if it's hard to get any food down and you just feel like your stomach's in knots, or you're getting stress poops, like, um, definitely just having a tea. And I know it's like so cliche, bro, but like really focusing on your breath. The thing is, it really does work. And ever since having my Apple Watch and being able to track my heart rate, sometimes it definitely does stress me out more, <laughs> more, um, But just really realizing and having the actual data in front of me of how deep breathing, sometimes you got to do a lot of them, but deep, slow breathing, slow your heart rate and therefore regulates your nervous system and calms you the fuck down. Also something that I have kind of realized as far as anxiety, and let me know if you can relate. um, And y'all remember that article I read about, and I talked about um, a Nick Wignall article um, about how, what was it called? Confidence over fear or something, or confidence over anxiety, where avoiding something is going to, avoiding something because it makes you anxious is just going to make you more anxious because you're teaching your brain to, yeah, like you're teaching your brain, yeah, this, we do need to avoid this, like good call, like let's never do this again. Um, so something I've really been actively practicing is like, and just noticed is If I just am able to sit through it, something in my brain like shifts and like, like for me, if, okay, this is an example. Let me know if you relate. Sometimes if I've been in the house all day and then I go walk somewhere or do an errand, sometimes like the world, and I've talked about this before, I feel I'm like having a flashback, but (laughs) the world will just like, I'll get anxiety just being out around a lot of people because I've just been inside all day by myself. And sometimes the world just feels like too much like it's too much stimulation or something I don't know but I will always notice like my hands get kind of numb and cold and that's like a nervous system response you know your body thinks you're in danger so it's turning off certain things to focus on like your main things that you would need to fight or flight so let's say I'm like going to meet my friend for lunch And I've been inside all day. I go, I'm kind of feeling like anxious. My heart rate is up. I'm feeling like kind of tingly hands or sweaty or cold. If I'm just able to sit through it instead of like, oh, I feel anxious. Like, let me leave. This is a bad sign. Like I need to just leave. If I just sit and I focus on my breathing and I focus on talking to my friend, I will be uncomfortable. But then it's like, because I didn't run away, my body's like, oh, we're not in danger. And then for me, I always notice it first. Like my hands feel warm. Like I'll feel warm. And that's like the circulation returning to those areas because your nervous system is like stabilizing. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And I've really... No- I will also notice that like... Um, I noticed it this weekend because I went to go get a wax and I love waxing so much better, like Brazilian wax. Um, I don't really have like thick hair, so I don't really feel like I need to wax anywhere else. Um, like shaving kind of does it for me. But that area, you know, the skin is just sensitive and like, yeah, I started waxing last year. We'll never go back. If anything, maybe I do laser, but I will never go back to shaving. Um, but even though I've been doing it for a while, like I still get kind of nervous before because it is, you know, it is kind of painful. It's not like the worst, but I will always get nervous. Um, so my wax girl is so nice. Like I'm usually a more quiet client, but we just be chopping it up. We'd be chatting. She's just such good vibes and just so nice. Like I want to be her friend. Um, so I was feeling just like anxious, even though like, I wasn't just feeling, like, nervous, like, oh, about to experience pain. Like, I was just feeling kind of anxious. But she's just doing her thing. I'm like, bro, I just got to get through this. And she did, like, one side. And then I just told myself in my head, like, oh, you're almost you're almost done. And, like, I swear, immediately after thinking that, like, it's like my brain was like, oh, you're right. And I, like, even though I was still getting waxed, experiencing pain, like, my nervous system, like, calmed down. Like, I felt, you know, the warmth return to my hands. I was just able to focus on the convo with her and not like be worrying about having anxiety. Um, and it's moments like that, that like sometimes it can just be so hard to get there, especially if the anxiety is like overbearing. It's like, why would I fucking put myself through this when I could just leave or run away or like go home or like go to the car or whatever. Um, but it's so worth it when you do push through the discomfort and your brain realizes like on its own that it's fine because you know that's why people do drugs and drink and do whatever because you know we're trying to not feel our fucking uncomfortable but not even just feelings but just how our body feels like bro oh i'll feel so much better after i just like take a xanax or like have a drink or smoke or whatever but like if you're able to train yourself the key and it's so much easier fucking said than done But the key is to be able to realize that, like, it's possible for you to get there, like, just on your own naturally. And, like, I say that with a grain of salt because everyone is different. Everyone has had different traumatic experiences. Like, this is not just, like, you can fix your trauma by just, like, not being a little bitch. Like, obviously, some people have more severe anxiety or just, like, things going on than someone else. Um, Like just want to preface this that's not this is not like my professional medical opinion i am not a certific <laughs> i'm not certified um but that's just kind of what i've been doing to just help that general like it's not even really social anxiety but just like that specific anxiety of like going back into the world and feeling overwhelmed and like overstimulated and just like it was too much So let me know if you've ever experienced that or tried that. And maybe hopefully if you haven't, even just me bringing it up will make you just be more aware because that I've said this before, but awareness and like an education and just like knowledge on what actually is going on with our bodies and like our brains and whatnot and the nervous system 
even that in itself can just help reduce anxiety so much because you know think back to your first panic attack you probably thought you were fucking dying because you didn't know what was happening to you but when you know okay it's just my nervous system's out of whack i'm having these physical side effects i am safe even though i'm uncomfortable it will pass i can return to safety and like just stability it's like thank fuck even just that alone like has helped me so much um so again that's not to say like you don't need like bro just just take it with a grain of salt like do what you gotta do like it's not to say you're gonna get over your anxiety just by me saying that or like just thinking that to yourself but it's helpful and we it's good to have little tips and tricks throughout your everyday you can just like bring yourself back to and also again like i just feel like talking about it helps a lot because sometimes it's also embarrassing to experience anxiety because it seems so irrational and like it's not like everyone around in public is like yes i'm experiencing anxiety right now (laughs) you know like it seems like everyone's just normal and like oh my god i'm the only one feeling this way and it's not even a scary situation like why am i feeling like it is but when we can talk about it it's like okay i'm not alone in this so anyway let me know what your anxiety tips are. I feel like we talk about it a lot, but I just feel like a lot of us go through that and it fucking sucks, but we can feel better and we can always return to stability and honestly, just like inner peace. So for our next topic, I wanted to talk about Valentine's Day because it is coming up, y'all. It's on Monday and you know, it's like a trendy time. <laughs> um, There's just like a lot of, obviously a lot of tea around Valentine's. And specifically, I wanted to talk, well, we're just going to talk about it all. If you're in a long-term relationship where you've been together for a while, you know, I'm assuming you probably experienced the least anxiety about Valentine's Day or just like stress compared to the other subgroups, which may include you are freshly dating and you've never experienced a Valentine's Day together before, or you're kind of like just in the talking stage it's like do we even acknowledge valentine's day um or you're single not talking to nobody and it's like okay bitch am i gonna be alone forever (laughs) who remembers that movie was it literally called valentine's day but like with taylor swift and taylor (laughs) bonner maybe i should just watch rewatch that um but i found an article (laughs) i found an article from adaa Anxiety and Depression Association of America. Perfect. An article titled Valentine's Day, Day of Love or Day of Longing. Um, and they honestly had some really good tips. So I just want to go over this. And this can apply to anyone, even if you are in a long-term relationship. You know, there's still just... I think the problem with Valentine's Day, why so many people dislike it. Obviously, there's the whole like, oh, I'm like, I don't have a partner or whatever. But even if you are, if you do have a partner... There's just so many expectations, I feel. Um, But I feel, I think there's like a few things we can do to help with that and to just make the whole experience better, more fun, and just like more enjoyable because that's what it should be, right? Okay, you know when people are like, don't say should. It's like, what other word is there? (laughs) Could. (laughs) Okay, so this, I'll link this down below. Their first tip, set helpful expectations. If you are in a romantic relationship, then you need to accept that both you and your partner are flawed human beings 
who cannot possibly create a perfect day of celebration just because it's Valentine's Day. Our Western culture myth of two people who, who perfectly understand each other without having to be told what to do, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, we just we never even have to communicate because we just understand each other so well. Bitch, it's fake. It's unattainable. That's never going to happen. When you accidentally believe in a false ideal and compare yourself to this false ideal, then your relationship will always come up as a failure. Instead, think of creating a time to be yourselves with each other your way. Talk to each other about what you think would feel special. You might also need to celebrate at a more convenient time when work or school schedules are more convenient. Um, I don't know if you guys remember. I don't even remember when it was, but I talked about in a podcast episode this idea of... I think I was specifically talking about hooking up um, and like what makes a good accessible, (laughs) you know, this is going on YouTube, so I got to be careful, experience. And it's like, is it, you know, is, let's just say you have a random hookup. It's like amazing. Oh my God, I can't stop thinking about it. Is that better than, you know, you're with someone and the longer you are together, you're intimate with each other, you actually get to really know each other's bodies and you're able to communicate with each other about what feels good and what doesn't. Because like there's a difference between performance and like, oh my god, he just really knows how to do this. (laughs) And then like someone who's actually listening to you and like your body. Um, And that can go for just romance, or not just romance, but that can go for romance too. You know, um, instead of like, oh my God, he just, or they just do everything right. I never even have to ask. It's like, okay, great. But I think what really builds intimacy and a stronger connection is someone who's willing to learn and someone who's willing to listen and who wants to put in the effort to get to know you, you know? Um, And I do feel like there, you know, I always go back to the, Disney princess example that we all grew up with, you know, where, oh my God, like everything's just supposed to fit perfectly, love at first sight, swept away in this romance. Um, And I feel like maybe even subconsciously, a lot of us feel like if we talk about, you know, what we would like romantically or intimately, it takes away some of the magic. But again, I feel like that's part of vulnerability and building a stronger connection is talking about things that maybe you're uncomfortable about. Um, and you know, it can be really scary to speak up for what you want or need because there is that possibility of getting rejected, but I don't know. I just feel like it's so much better to push through with the discomfort and take the risk of being disappointed because otherwise the alternative is like, you're just hoping they're going to read your mind Like, you're just hoping they're going to know what to do. Like, no, I'm not going to waste our time, okay? (laughs) Easier said than done, but yeah. So there's that. Um, Then tip number two, if you're single, do something that expresses love and appreciation for yourself or your friends. They gave the example of like a Friendsgiving, but like you could do the same for Valentine's Day. And that's what I've done in the past. Um, You know, it's a day of love, but that doesn't have to mean romantic love. You can have a dinner with your single friends or even your friends that are in relationships, maybe the day before or day after Valentine's or whatever, like just get together with friends. It's Aquarius season, babe. Um, 
Okay, if you feel particularly lonely or unloved, take the time to write down a list of the people who have loved you in your life and have shown you care and compassion. Focus upon your gratitude for their influence in your life. This could be a past teacher, coach, tutor, and grandparent, therapist, or friend. This will remind you that you are indeed connected to the human community. (laughs) The human community. So true. Um, If you're having conflict with your romantic partner, write a letter of gratitude to them. This will help you refocus upon what brought you together in the first place. Um, If you're alone, write yourself a letter about gratitude. A letter of gratitude. Um, Give yourself the words of affirmation that you need to hear. It says, if you're brave enough, call a friend and ask them to tell you what you they like and admire about you. I feel like a better way to do that would like be to tell them what you're grateful for and like hopefully they return the the gesture. Um so yeah, that was really helpful, especially the first one, I feel like setting those expectations. So, you know, if you are again, bro, just preface it, I'm not like an expert, but <laughs> And let me know your thoughts on any of this down below or if you've been in any of these situations, what your situation is this year. You can always DM it to me too and it's not like I'm going to like put your business out there. But I just think it's interesting, you know, people's, where people are at, especially like around this time of year, like, you know, people are assessing the tea, like where are we in our romantic relationships or whatever. Um, if you are in like a newer relationship or maybe you're just like talking what did I read? I think it was like a Shan Booty video or something. But she was like, oh, like, there's nothing wrong with like wishing your hookup like a happy Valentine's Day. Like if you guys just sleep together or whatever, like sometimes just a nice text like happy Valentine's Day, that can literally be enough. And I think as, especially if you're in like a, if you're a girl in a relationship with a dude, but you know, with anyone. But I just... <laughs> Anyone can do this. Um, If you have that, like, fear of, like, oh, like, or that kind of stress, like, oh, Valentine's Day is coming up. What if he or they or she doesn't do anything for me? Um, Oh, my God. Like, I don't want to come across as too needy because it's not like I necessarily should expect anything because the relationship is still new or maybe we're not official or whatever. Um, I honestly don't think there's anything wrong with, like, coming up with a realistic plan And just being like, hey, like, what would you think about doing this? Or, like, even just kind of bringing it up. Because I'm sure they also probably have, like, a similar stress or just like, oh, like, what what does she expect? What did they expect? Like, I don't want to, I don't, you know, I feel like traditionally... (laughs) A lot of dudes will just do nothing because they don't want to do something and have it not be enough. So they just do nothing or they'll like start a fight before before Valentine's Day. So you're not like not together on that day or like something. Hopefully that's not the case. But you know, the point is it can just be a stressful time for both parties. So I feel like bringing something up that's like realistic. It's not like, oh, I for Valentine's Day, I want you to um, buy me a Rolex and fly me to the islands <laughs> and get me a 20 stem rose bouquet with hundreds around all of them you could be like hey like did you want to spend time together that day or like i would love to do this like what do you think about that again it can feel scary because you're kind of putting it putting yourself out there there's that chance of rejection or like oh what are they going to say but it's honestly just going to reveal so much about the relationship and like how much of a priority you are to them 
versus you're just you're not going to say anything but you kind of do want something to happen you kind of do care but it's like oh i don't want to seem extra and then you ultimately end up disappointed and you're like well i guess they just don't care about me but it's like bitch you never even brought it up either so they could rationally think like well she didn't bring it up they didn't bring it up so how was i supposed to know like especially dudes like they can just be so dumb sometimes like it's like bro think (laughs) use your fucking brain it's not hard like have you seen any romantical movie ever like you dumb okay Anyway, um, so let me know, like, have you ever done that in the past? What's the vibes? How did it work out for you? Um, But yeah, if anything, bro, just like plan something with your friends. Even if you are, you know, kind of talking to someone or like in that new relationship stage phase. Um, And yeah, removing expectations and just focusing on enjoying time together as like who you individually are, I think is the most important thing. Take all the fucking IG posts out of it and like what the celebrity couples are doing, whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, just ask yourself like genuinely, what would I like want to say? Like realistically, <laughs> yeah, bitch, we'd all like to be flown out, but like we'd all love the rose bouquet with hundreds. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe you'll get that. That's like amazing, but like <laughs> you know. Anyway, if you're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll link this article down below. Um, There was also one from Bustle that was seven tips for your first Valentine's Day as a couple. And it was kind of similar thing. So I just was like, whatever. But it's, you know, like chat about your expectations. Try not to overthink it. Don't go too overboard with gifts, you know, especially like if it's a new relationship. Start your own tradition. Resist comparing your day to anyone else's. Go into full corny mode. I love that. Sometimes being corny is, like, the best. Like, oh, my God. It's just, like, thank you. <laughs> like, I live for that. Um, so, anyway, let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you're, you have planned for the day, if anything. If you don't, bitch, also, it's just a Monday. Like, we can just fucking chill. The Super Bowl is the day before. Like, is it going to be a hungover Valentine's? We'll just have to see. Okay, so now to get to the question that this girl asked me. Let me find the specific wording. It's so funny because this was the first thing I saw when I woke up. Um, I clicked on the wrong one. Okay, she said... Like, this is the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning. Hey, Stella, I hope you have an amazing week filled with amazing workouts and productivity. Like, so sweet. I just had a question about what do you do when you have to relearn why men are always disappointing? How do you get over all the bullshit and refocus on yourself again? (laughs) Thank you in advance. (laughs) I was like, bro, like, that is hilarious. Like, literally so on brand, so on point. Like, I appreciated this message so much. And okay, so we're going to talk about this, but I don't necessarily know if I have, like, specific advice. We're just going to speak from the heart. It might just turn into a rant. Dude, the thing is, I was, like, thinking about this the other day and, like, getting frustrated. But just, like, how when you, and I feel like this is always especially true for, like, men versus women and women who date men. Because, you know, as women, well, okay, period, we live in a patriarchal society. Um... As women, we are under patriarchy, you know, allowed to express our emotions and feel our emotions more than men. Like men are often taught that masculinity looks like not showing any emotion, I'll be a man, 
don't be a pussy, bro. Like, just stick through the pain. I want to be an alpha male. Um, so, naturally, like, I feel like women are often a lot more interested in, like, self-help and, like, learning about how I can be better and communication and, like, things like that. Whereas men, you know, it takes them, like, eight shroom trips to learn what empathy is and then they think they have all the answers in the world and it's like bro like we have actually been knowing about this since birth but like i mean it's society's fault like can't blame me bro but like come on um, so i was just kind of thinking like how when you just become so like self-aware but then also just aware of like patriarchy and like you know just gender roles and like why things are the way that they are like how much more difficult in a way it becomes to date because a lot of dudes especially just aren't on that like vibe and it's not everyone obviously but i just you know a lot of a lot of people in general like you know um it's just like or you know when you're like you think you found an, a new girlfriend and then like she just says something so it's like uh, like she says something super like pick me or something and you're like i guess we're not actually on the same vibe but like i'll see you at the club <laughs> you know it's like fuck like that's why i'm so grateful for like this community because I'm really, it's like you don't have to be one or the other like bitches can enjoy everything but anyway um <laughs> Yeah, so it's just like uh, I'm just be- becoming aware of like red flags and just having certain red flags like just be a turn off. It's like, you know, when you're in the early stages of talking to a dude, you will catch the little red flags and therefore just like not want to talk to him anymore. And then it's like exasperating because it's like, bro, like, is anyone fucking reasonable? Like, <laughs> is anyone not a red flag? So it's kind of like that line between okay it's not like you want or you it's not like you want to expect someone to be the perfect person but then also it's like when you are reading the books <laughs> and learning about why the things are the way that they are and then this guy comes along and is like fitting all these red flags and stuff it's like okay well this isn't about you being perfect this is like about you treating me like a human being and like not like oh this is what a woman <laughs> females these days <laughs> she's so entitled i don't know whatever is this making sense? So my answer or like to this girl's question is like, I don't know. I think what it comes down to is, okay, because we can't control what anyone else is doing or like what men are going to do or like if they're going to fucking learn about stuff, like whatever. So I think you just have to like be vigilant in sticking to your self like your own values and you know whenever something doesn't work out even if it's like oh he said females belong in the kitchen so i was no longer attracted to him obviously i don't want to talk to him anymore if he thinks like that go even before that and just ask yourself you know what initially attracted me to this person how were they treating me in the beginning and just like write those things down 
and then see if like a pattern develops of like, okay, like this is always the type of guy I go for. Like, I don't know, maybe you only talk to guys that you meet out at a bar in a specific setting and it's kind of like the same type of guy over and over and it keeps not working out. Like sometimes it's not that simple, but I think once you can just, it just is kind of reassuring when you just feel like you have some control over it. Um, and it's not just like, oh my God, every guy's the worst. It's like, okay, well, like, do I need, like, what can I do? You know, do I need to switch up like where I'm meeting guys or like where I'm giving guys my number? Um, do I need to be more bold in choosing, like doing the choosing or making the first move instead of just like going along with the guys that approach to approach me first, you know, like, do I need to like choose some of them? Um, and it's just like, yeah, because the truth is, it's like, it is hard, (laughs) bro. We live in capitalism. We live in like patriarchy we live in these like terrible conditions just overall like the vibe is just not there like we're fighting all these like battles (laughs) sounds like so much more dramatic than it is but i mean it's true like especially in dating a lot of these things will come out and when you're reading the feminism books and like learning about why things are the way that they are historically socially (laughs) it's like oh this again um and it's normal to feel discouraged too, I think. And I guess that would be like another tip is I said that to another girl on Instagram. Like, I think one of her goals for Feb- for February was to not date because she was like getting so sick of it. And like, bro, that can be a really good thing. Like sometimes dating just feels exasper- exasperating. <laughs> is that just like my word of the day? Like, I think I've said that multiple times. Um, and not fun. And I feel like dating is supposed to feel fun if anything, entertaining, you know, and if it's not feeling like that, and it's just feeling like a drag, like, take some time off. Like, don't talk to anybody. Like, just focus on you, your friends, having fun, and, like, I don't want to say, oh, the right person will show up at the right time, but sometimes you just need a break, and once you get back to it, then you you can refine that spark and maybe be a little more, like, like, hopefully aware, and, like, therefore you can attract, like, different types of people than you have in the past um so those are just like a few of my major thoughts but i just also want to completely validate this girl's experience because i've definitely been there where like it just seems like every guy has so many red flags and it's just so annoying and just like ugh, like bro like are any of you normal (laughs) we just gotta take a deep breath and like chill so if you have any advice on this or if you have any rants or thoughts you want to share on the subject please let us know in a comment or message me or put in the discord um because i know it's something a lot of us deal with and i know if you listen to this podcast you probably relate because i'm sure you like have read some feminism books or like read the red flag books or like are aware of patriarchy in some way (laughs) Um, so yeah, it can definitely be fucking annoying. So I don't know if that's helpful or maybe just validating, but (laughs) I completely relate and pray for us. Okay, guys, I'm actually getting starving. (laughs) I ate, I ate so much this weekend and it was amazing. And I just feel like my metabolism's like, go like, so I'm going to go eat my Caesar salad with some wings. (laughs) Um, But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this episode was helpful, especially in regards to Valentine's Day and everything like that. Don't forget, again, to screenshot this, put it on your story, or take an aesthetic pic. 
of your TV, your car, whatever, if you're taking a quaint walk, do that. Like, I want to see where y'all are at when you're listening. I love it so much. Can't wait to chat with you guys on the Discord, read your comments, read your messages, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, everyone.